Hey there, listeners. Well, with COVID now starting to get uh, you know, behind us, if I can put it that way, we are seeing face-to-face conferences starting to open up again. Are you attending face-to-face events or are you still unsure? Well, I really miss these face-to-face events. And um, so, well, if you are attending them, are you going there to be entertained? In other words, going there for a sausage roll, cup of tea, watching the speaker do some handstands and and cartwheels, entertaining you, or do you have a reason, a purpose? In fact, do you have clear intent on what you want to get out of the event? Let's discuss. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Hey, welcome listeners to the Ask Dennis Freestyle episode. Great to have you with me. Uh, once again, you know, the Freestyle episode is where I'm asked a question by our listeners, where I share my thoughts, insights and experiences from working with many leaders around the globe. And today's topic, we're going to be talking about how to get the best out of attending conferences. Now, some people spend good dollars uh, or invest good dollars to attend, but sometimes they don't get much for their investment. So how can you maximize your investment and time in attending these conferences. So today I want to talk to you about three different things that I sort of tend to do to make sure I get value out of conferences going forward. And as I start to work, or as not start, but as I work with leaders around the globe over over many years, I actually ask them these kind of questions or get them to start thinking about how they can get the best out of conferences that they attend as well. So here's number one. What is your intent? In other words, what do you want to get out of the event? Now, I suggest that you take some time out to think about the the event that you're attending and really what do you want to get out of it and sort of write that down and sort of get quite clear on what you're trying to get out of it. Now, the other thing that I ask uh, people about when they attend events, and and I also think about it myself as well, is how are you going to show up at the event as an attendee or as a leader. Um, So how are you gonna show up? See, uh, I wanted to, I went to this uh, event many, uh, not many years ago, but several years ago, I went to this event and I was in the US. It was actually in West Palm Beach in Florida. And I went to go and watch the speaker. And the main reason I wanted to go to see the speaker is because he was the guest speaker at this event. And he was sharing some things, but I wanted to do some work with this guy even more so. But, you know, there were some people I was talking to, it would have been about a $50,000 investment. And I was, wasn't too sure because I thought I probably could work with the guy without having to actually spend that kind of money. Don't get me wrong. I was happy to do that if that was what the business needed to do it. So I went along to this event. So it cost me an airfare to get from New Zealand to the US. It cost me money to get into the event as well. And um, got to spend some beautiful time with some really wonderful people, great thinkers, great mindset, and hanging around with them. But then on the last day of this uh, five-day event, the guest speaker was on stage, and he said something that blew my mind. He actually said something that gave me massive clarity 
for me about what I needed to do. In fact, the clarity was so strong, it meant that I didn't actually have to invest the $55,000 that I was looking at investing. In fact, what it gave me clarity was that I knew what I needed to do to work with this person and their organization going forward. So the investment of a few thousand dollars to go to this event in the USA actually saved me time of actually investing into this this other program and saved me $55,000, maybe even more, right? And so it was just wonderful to do it. So it was a huge value. But I knew what my intent was. I knew what I wanted to get out of that event. Another thing that you might want to think about is one of your, um, you know, getting out of conferences is about networking, because I think that's the second area that I want to talk to you about. Some people don't like to network. Uh, for me, it's about I, um, meeting others and sowing a seed, possibly for the future, and maybe not at all. A conference is really where you go there to meet people and then try and meet with them one-on-one -on -one outside of that conference if you can. It's about building relationships with people. Now, one thing I would actually suggest that you do, and this is what I tend to do, is, is trying to find out who is attending these events. Sometimes you can get the, the attendees a list from the actual organizers and uh, work out who is the one to three key people, strategic people, that you would like to meet. In fact, what I'm going to recommend you do is you actually reach out to them beforehand, before the event, saying that you're going to attend and that you're looking forward to catching up with them and that you'd love to meet them and say hello and um, see where it goes. You see, already by just doing that, you're showing that you're different to other people. Others just go up to them and rock up and say hello and then try and sell them something. That's not what your intent is. Your intent here is to really to, to develop and, and build a relationship with somebody and then look to see if you can reach out to them later on. Remember, you're not there to sell to them. I always use the analogy of like a little puppy with its tongue hanging out because it sees a bone there and it's trying to sell something. That's not what you're wanting to do because if you do, you're going to turn people off. They won't want to know. So you're there to meet them, to say hello, get to know them a little bit. So I always say that you've got two ears and one mouth and, and this always helps for people who you know, um, are able to, to hear and listen to what people are saying. So the one mouthpiece is, hey, ask a question about them and about what they do and their business and so forth, and then zip it. Just stop talking. Listen. Give them the space to think and reply and really listen to what they're saying because I think it's really important. And if you can show that to people, that you're showing once again that you're different to everyone else and that, that you are really interested in them because those who show that they are interested in people are the ones whereby people will go the extra mile for them. So in other words, when people know that you care about them, that's when they'll care about what you have to say. The third area is when a speaker or a presenter is up on stage, make sure you are taking notes. When you meet people one-on-one, -on -one, and once you walk away from them, try and take some notes, some bullet points, high-level things, just to make a recording of what was said. But for those speakers and presenters who are up on stage, you know, take some notes. Now, I don't know which way you do it. I mean, some people use a book to take notes, physically writing. Others will use a tablet. Others might use a smartphone. There are apps out there today, applications or apps, that you can take notes on uh, and make it a lot easier. Now, 
the beautiful thing here is that have some sort of key or method to help you go back to your notes. Yeah, that's right. I'm not saying write your notes for, for a one-off thing and that's it. I'm going to encourage you to go back and review your notes, learn from your notes, take other notes from the notes, if you know what I mean. There are a couple options of actually as a key or a method to help you do this. Well, once you've taken your notes and uh, you might want to put down a star beside something that you might think you might want to revisit and you can revisit it in a couple of days after the event or straight after the event or whatever is right for you. You can highlight key areas as well when you're doing the review of your notes and then take the highlighted pieces of those notes and consolidate it into a one page, two page. OK, um, this just by, by uh, you know, just the thought I have here. I don't know if you know this, but for those of you who have a Kindle and you download the Kindle version of a book and you might be highlighting certain parts of that book. If you go into the back end of your Amazon account, you can actually download those highlights for a book because it actually consolidates it for you. So it's actually worthwhile to check that out. The other part of about taking notes and a key or a method, one that I sometimes use is called ACT. In other words, act. I want to act on these things. Now, as I'm taking notes and I'm writing things down, I will write an A next to something that I want to take action against or do some action with. Then I might put C. Now, C depends because C could be around, I might want to take that sort of thought, that sort of area and go do more research, go and do more things around it. And I might want to create or what I call curate some content around it. Or I might want to help use that as a little bit of a thinking or a topic that I might use in some of my coaching as well. The T stands for teach. In other words, I might want to use some of this material that I might want to help people with and some leaders. And as an example could be, hey, last week I was in a conference listening to a speaker. So giving reference to that speaker, right? And uh, the one thing that they shared was this, and then I can share what they said. The reason they shared that or what I took away from it and how it's relevant for you, and then what I do is I link it for them, right? So that's that's a good way of doing it. But always, you know, I, I intend to put the AC or T beside the notes. So then I can go back. And in fact, I can then make up a list of the actions, a list of the, the, the curate content or coach area. And then I can make a list of the T, the teach area too. And um, so some of this I do now and others I may, may do later. But, you know, I tend to go back to these notes on the ACT. Now, there's something else I want to share with you too. And that is when I attend... Uh, a, an event or a conference, part of the intent, part of the networking, but also part of the taking notes, is it's not just about what they are saying, in other words, the content itself. Um, it might be what's going on in the room. So I went to an event, actually was with John Maxwell, who's probably the leadership guru in the world, written about 80 books on leadership. I went to his event, one of these events, for a specific reason. And that is to network with uh, two or three key people, which I did and was fantastic. Uh, I had an intent as well to go there and, of course, learn more and maybe meet some other new people. But the big one was, for me, was to take the notes, but also around the speaker. So when John Maxwell walked into the room, how did he greet people? What was he wearing? What shoes did he have on? How did he hold himself? Then when he was introduced, how was he introduced? And when he went on stage, how he, what he might have done with the MC or the person introducing him, 
um, how he stood on the stage, how he spoke on the stage, how he held the microphone, or did he have a lapel? Um, he tends to sit on a stool, but how else did he, did he use that stage? And um, it comes down to what we call stage craft. How did he connect with the audience? What was he doing there? And then where was he standing on the stage in certain things? And uh, so I used all, I thought about all of that, took so many notes. Then how did he come off stage? How did he thank everybody? What did he do when he came off stage? How did he actually handle people? And so forth. So team, there's many things for us to think about when we talk about what is our intent for actually attending conferences. So for some of you right now, you may have a, a conference coming up or an event coming up in the next day or two. I'm going to encourage you to listen to this, podcast, uh, this episode again and just think about what you're wanting to do in these actual events that you might be attending. Because you see, if there's one new person you can meet and network with, and if you go in with a different intent, intent, you might walk out of that conference different, or you might walk out of that conference with different results, different things that you are getting out of that, which might be totally different to what you normally get. And then I'm going to really say to you is to encourage you to take those notes because, hey, sometimes when we write down notes, there's be this one word, one statement, one quote, one story, one experience, something that somebody shares in that room that could be life-changing for you, your team, and your organization. Hey, listeners, it's been a pleasure being with you today. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world. 